and that we put outside of her door. And so when people would walk by, they would read it and say, oh, that's who Betty was. You know, the person that they saw in memory care was not her. And we wanted to share who she was. So if the place doesn't do that, do that for yourself, do that for others, do that for your loved ones. Hey there, this is Jody Clock and welcome to my podcast, I Woke Up Dead, Now What? In our conversations, we'll talk about real issues that everyday people face should they wake up dead without a life after death plan in place. Join me as we explore the how-tos on preparing for you or your loved one's passing without breaking the bank. And let's not forget about those pets, too. Now, don't you fall asleep. Hey, guys, and welcome to my podcast, I Woke Up Dead, Now What? And I couldn't be more excited of the two people we are going to visit with and have a conversation with today. You know, we all have our family, and regardless, we love them unconditionally. But then we get to pick those people that we choose who have our heart and who are our family. And that's this brother and sister team, uh, Chris and Lori. I, I grew up with them and we have remained friends, well, for over 40 years and probably longer than that. Actually, it is longer than that. But Chris also is the co-author of my book or our book called It's Complicated. And Lori um, actually used this book and uh, was one of the reasons Chris and I decided to take this to the next level. Chris Liebham, well, he's a lot of things, but he's been in the financial service industry and the insurance profession for almost two decades. Throughout the years, he's obtained his securities licenses, his Series 6, 6.3, and 6.5. He's a fully licensed insurance agent. His knowledge has attained through the education. And uh, I could just go on and on, and there's a mouthful about that. I just want to say he has a lot of fancy numbers and letters behind his name, and he's the bomb diggity. And Lori, well, Lori Liebham Palmer spent her career, again, in the financial insurance profession, something all three of us have in common. Her career comprised of several years of Computer Science Corporation and CSC Logic as a market manager, financial services, where Lori was responsible for sales and market growth. Lori then migrated to the reinsurance brokerage market, spanning her executive responsibilities from product development, sales, and marketing. So, kids, say hello, and let's start with you, Lori, and then we're going to circle back to Chris. But Lori, welcome to the show. Hey, Jody, Great to be here. Sounds like some fun. Chris, I uh, in my very first podcast, I was bragging about you. So, you know, you got a lot to live up to. <laughs> That's easy to do. <laughs> it is. It is. So, Chris, why don't you just give a little background of how you and I got together to uh, launch this book, It's Complicated? Well, a series of events through the past few years, you know, one from after we lost, uh, you know, my father and, you know, in-laws and, you know, reaching way back when we lost our mother. Um a lot of things happened in those time frames there that you know we just plain didn't know how to handle or reach out and learn more about um you know what we had to do and get done as far as dealing with you know state attorneys and funeral homes and you know uh, wills and things like that and it became very important to us as i became executor of my father's estate and dealing with the lawyers involved there uh, then during COVID, um, of course, all the financial advisors back then, you know, we were all doing seminars in person and then that had to change quickly. So we started doing webinars. The problem is everybody started doing the same webinar. 
about Social Security or retirement planning, things like that. So I reached out to Jody and said, hey, we need to do something different. You know, need to do our own thing so we can go out and do webinars and seminars on subjects that people need to know about and know more about and to hear it from a non-sales pitch type um, presentation uh, to learn about Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid, uh, final expense planning, funeral planning. Um, just there's so many things to learn about there and I would plan for. You know, I, all my clients I talk to, one of the things I always ask, even if they don't become a client, is do you have your papers in place, your will, your power attorneys, things like that. Well, and it's surprising to see how many people don't have those. You know, I'd say probably about 90% don't have them or the ones they have are written when their kids are three. Unfortunately, now the kids are 33. You t- and I, I, I'm sorry for jumping in. I just get so passionate. So, you know, you can tee me up if you have to. But you touched on something, um, a couple of things, and then I'm sure Lori will jump in on this, is, you know, you and Lori went through a bad three or four years. I mean, between your mom, oh my gosh, Betty, and then um, your in-laws, and then finally your dad. Uh, we had some interesting times and they they were teachable moments for me and I am in the end of life uh, realm. And I was so honored and humbled that when all that happened, you guys were reaching out to me and you guys were all over different parts of the country, even out of the country. And, you know, you were able to come together and honor each of those lives and uh, help your wife, Chris, her name happens to be Lori as well, help Lori through it. And um, you're pretty experienced and seasoned compared to most. And so it was very important that things that you learned throughout this or the conversations that I took for granted, uh, we championed and got them out there so other people don't have to walk this uh, journey kind of blindfolded. Lori, Lori, do you want to add to that? Well, what I would say is we, we were just so surprised as my mom was healthy her entire life no medications, no serious issues, and uh, following her career, full career, and she decided to relocate from Michigan to Texas. And uh, she decided, well, I'm going to work at a department store just to keep her occupied, purpose, and have routine. And I'm going to come back to those three words, occupied, purpose, and routine. And after she relocated and got settled in here, all was well. And then um, one day she decided she wanted to retire. Well, Chris and I looked at each other and we said, this is not good. <laughs> Mom needs to keep busy. And that's when we noticed that she had begun a slippery slope. And that's why it was so surprising. We were one of, we felt like we were one of the first that had a parent go through this, you know, and that's why we reached out to our friend Jody thinking, okay, what do we do? Within six months, um, we just felt like it was time for um, us to make a call to Jody, knowing she was the only one that we could think of that could help us through this unnavigated situation that we were faced with. Um, gosh, within, like I said, uh, six months, we recognized it was time to put her in a safer environment surrounded by people because she had lost her purpose, structure, and routine and thought it would be better for her. So that's really when it hit us. Well, you just said something that I'm going to take away from you and give you credit for purpose, structure, and routine. You know, 
you stop using it and you stop, you know, having that structure, you're in trouble. And I don't care how old you are. And so if you are slipping, uh, it, it just, the snowball effect can be devastating. So I want to thank you because I'm going to, sh- I'm going to shag those words <laughs> and use those. Please do. And my um, dad could tell us, he was always so positive. And he said, you take your foot off the gas pedal, you're going to slow down. And that's really what happened. And unfortunately, we just had to watch that happen with her. She retired in the fall and then was in assisted living by the following June. Um, by September, she was in memory care and passed in December. So this all happened within a year, and it was happening so fast, we could just barely keep up and wondering what was going on. So we were fortunate to have you to guide us, Jody. and anything that we can do or say to help others, uh, we are absolutely here for that. Oh, well, that just warms the, the little cockles of my heart because people don't know what they don't know. Right. And I can remember Oh, those calls vividly. You were, you know, okay, we, we moved her. Okay. Well, she's not eating. You know, she's not responding. She's not acclimated and just simple things to do to make the room feel like home and just different things that you can do to jog her memory. I, I just remember all the different things that, um, I innately knew just because I'd been around it that people don't know. And that can make or break someone's experience. Oh, yeah. Chris and I. We, uh, Chris, I'm sure you remember this. When we went and visited several places, we were oh interviewing God. people. We were at one place that we walked into, and Chris looked at me and said, Lori, run. And we literally ran out of this place. It's like, we don't want to go on the tour. We need to get out of this place. And if you feel that, absolutely do it, because you're doing this for your loved one. Well, let me ask I've been you. I've restaurant business for 21 years. When I walk into restaurants, I can tell if I want to eat there or not. And the same thing walking into these nursing homes, just from either the, the visual institutionalized look to them or the smell, I was out of there. I was going to say, let me ask you, what was it? And you just nailed it. It was the smell. And then then it was the visual. But the minute you got through that front door, you we know. Just the aura. We just said, this is not where we're putting our, our mother. And he grabbed my arm and he said, Lori, run. And I will never forget that. And you've got to have some sort of, I'm not sure if the right word is humor, but just, you know, real life feeling when you're going through this. And fortunately, we had each other. And I really do hope that most people do have somebody you know, like I have Chris and each other, that they at least have a friend that are going through this together. Don't don't do it alone. And, you know, one thing when we did find we felt like the right place, a real interesting thing that they had us do is they had us write her story. And we wrote her story of who she really was and that we put outside of her door. And so when people would walk by, they would read it and say, oh, that's who Betty was. You know, the person that they saw in memory care was not her. And we wanted to share who she was. So if the place doesn't do that, do that for yourself, do that for others, do that for your loved one. So people know what their real story is. I think you just captured the heart and soul uh, of this whole conversation today with that. Um, And the reason I say that is, as you know, uh, my husband has a funeral home and we are strong advocates of something called a life story. And the reason we are is people are not one-dimensional. They are multifaceted. And, you know, how lucky are we that 
the three of us go back so very long. But most of our friends and family only know us as, you know, Lori's husband, Zach and Jacob's mother, you know, Brett's mom, or, oh, yeah, she was my my Batesville or Forethought rep. They didn't realize, you know, that we were feisty kids and that we might have been derelicts running around in the backyard. Who knows? Um they didn't realize that we were fun. They just only saw us in our roles. So by the time you reach that last season of your life, people don't see the the fun, silly side that you guys are mourning. And people need to know that. Yeah, so true. <laughs> hey, Chris, so you've been quiet over there. I'm going yeah. to prod you a little bit here. <laughs> Since you are a financial guy, what were some of your biggest learnings uh, with asset reallocation? Because your mom had a few nickels. And, you know, she was not necessarily as savvy as your father was in preparing for that. So what were some of the things that you were able to do to help uh, protect some of her nickels? Well, of course, we looked at, you know, her um, Medicare Advantage, Medicare supplement coverage there to ensure that she had a good plan. So when she did need care, that, you know, things were covered. A lot of people get uh, sucked in just purely by price and not coverage. So that's an important factor to look at. It's like anything else you do. Don't look at just the price. Um, look to see what's part of that price. Um, there may be a reason why it's more expensive. Um, we see that in everything we do, of course. <clears throat> you know, long-term care insurance, you know, certainly she didn't have that in place, but you recognize the value of having something in place, some sort of plan for that long-term care expense. You know, doing a financial plan, if I model in to where you're going to have a long-term care event at age 80 for an average of three years, it could put a hole in your bucket so big that you lose everything. Uh, that it turns a great plan into a plan that doesn't work anymore. You know, with the longevity that people have, you know, living to their 80s and 90s, you know, easily, you know, you can't afford to run yourself out of money because you didn't have a plan in place. What was the biggest cost savings that you were able to come up with for your mother? I mean, you you hit on the Medicaid Advantage, but did you protect her assets through funeral planning? Did you have an annuity, or uh, how did you how did you approach that? Well, she had a prepaid funeral plan there in place already that she had done on her own. She had everything done as far as her living will and her will, um, so. That really helped because it provided provide guidance uh, to follow. It's like a roadmap when you have something there. It's like you and I have discussed many times before, Jody, about the family that shows up at the funeral home wanting everything. Then you ask in a nice way, basically, who's paying for this and what did she want? So, and no one has the answers. And that's where, you know, we can come in with our book that, you know, it's complicated, the workbook you can download to get that completed. So everyone knows those answers. Everyone knows who's in charge. They know where the money's at. So, Chris, that's a great point that you brought up is your mom did have a pre-planned funeral. And the important thing of a pre-planned funeral is actually three things. If you're looking for it as an investment, it is probably the worst financial investment you could ever make. But it is probably the best emotional investment you can make. Because as you mentioned, use the word roadmap. It does leave a guide or a roadmap for your family. So that's important. And that can be uh, written down in the family care plan. 
So if people do jump over to our website at jodyclock.com, you're going to see a family care plan. And as long as you just pop down uh, at the bottom of the page, put your email in there and no, we're not going to scam you and spam you with all that stuff. You can get a workbook to talk about and do an audit and an inventory of what you're going to need for end-of-life decisions. But finishing up on the funeral planning, I remember helping you very well. And I remember looking at your mother's funeral plan. And yes, she did have a funeral plan, and it was paid for many, many, many years ahead of time, which prices had almost tripled by that. So she she did a very good thing from that behalf. The one thing that people don't think about is you can protect your assets through funeral planning. And what I mean by that is each state is different. The state of Michigan, where I happen to live, uh, you can set aside an insurance up to 14,000-ish allocated and all the way up to 25 plus in a trust for a prepaid insurance. So that is a way to divest your funds. But the beauty of that is you can also do that for your spouse. You can do that for your children or grandchildren. So if you've got, let's just say, and you don't care to leave that to your favorite charity, and you know that your adult children haven't made plans for their end-of-life care, that's a beautiful gift you can give them. And you don't necessarily have to pick the funeral plan, but you can set it aside for the funeral plan, knowing that those funds will be left and used at the time of their death. So that's one way to protect your assets. And each state, they have a different limit amount. So I I broad stroked it, but I purposes of conversation, I want you uh, listeners to realize that you can use funeral planning to uh, do a spend down for Medicaid if you have to go into an assisted living facility. So no, I remember your mom's very well. And I thought that that was a, a good thing. But I also saw relief because she took it down right to the very spirit of the whole funeral. And so she made your jobs easier. Well, she did that because she dealt with my grandmother, my great uncle's estate. And that happened within a week for her. Then she was responsible for that as executor. And her experience over, gosh, 40 years ago is what put in play for her to create her documents, pay her for her funeral, and what she called her special envelope, which had notes to us what to do, what to um, make sure that we understood what her wishes were. And that made it so much easier for us emotionally. And I just encourage people, as you are in your book, for others to do the same. It was the best gift that she gave us, and it gave us the time to mourn. So from from the position of uh, your book and to people that are reading it and doing the preparation, please do it. I experienced it, fortunately, from my mom and what the two of you have written for others. You are giving a gift. So I would be remiss to say, Lori and Chris, if you woke up dead today, would uh, Cliff and or Lori have a roadmap to follow and know where to go to take care of your plans? Oh, yes. Yes. And Chris knows where my envelope is. Oh, well, you guys gave the right answer. Boom. Gold star. Hey, we're going to get towards the end of this, but I want to just ask each of you, if there is one takeaway for our listeners, what would it be for you, Chris? What would you want them to walk away knowing? Take the time to download the workbook 
go through the workbook and start your completion of that to put that with your valuable papers, such as your will, your power of attorneys, and your life insurance, and have them in one place and make sure you, someone else knows where they are. So not just your spouse, but somebody else, perhaps a family or a friend, that they know where all your valuable and important papers are, just in case something was to happen. And Lori, what is the one takeaway you want our listeners to know? Oh, well, Chris said it all. Um, you know, we're in the same playbook here. So I agree with him 100%. Well, and I'm supporting both of you. And the one thing that I do want to stress, Chris, you said, make sure someone else besides your spouse knows. That is so important because something could happen to the two of you simultaneously, and then uh, you'd be in real trouble. So not that I want to be the the queen of doom and gloom. I just always want to make sure that we've always got a plan A and a plan B. And uh, I want to thank both of you, not only for being in my world, but for sharing just a little bit about how cool you guys are, because now, you know, we're all part of the Cool Kids Club, um, with our listeners. And so, Chris, you have quite the insurance-based following. Where can our listeners, if they have any questions, if they want to have... just a, a one-on-one with you. Where can they find you? Well, they can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, be the best place right now. All my information is there. Contact information, or call me directly. They can go to your website, Jody, and do the contact page there. But yeah, certainly just go to LinkedIn. Look me up. All righty. So listen, I want to thank everyone for sharing a little bit of their day with us. And I'm really glad you didn't wake up dead today. Hey. If you're hearing this message, you've listened to the entire episode. And for that, I want to thank you. And I am so glad you didn't wake up dead today. Please jump over to jodyclock.com and download your free copy of my family care plan. This guide will help those you leave behind should you wake up dead. I promise. Be sure to order my book. It's complicated. Based on a true story. Send me an email about topics you'd like to hear in future episodes. Until next time, thank you for not falling asleep.